Just a wine, oh, love my wine. Make it matter, chef as ever, doggone time. Give me wine, wine, wine. All the time, hey guys, time, welcome time. back to Three Guys in a Wine, the podcast where we, three guys, complain about the things that have been bothering us for the past week. Uh, we also introduce music or TV shows or other interesting things that we've been reading or listening or watching. I'm Caleb, and I'm the bad influence your mother warned you about. I'm Beijing Ga, and this is not my real voice. I'm Tony, and I think I'm the black guy here. All right. Well, uh, what we're going to start off with is a nice glass of red Moscato. Or is it pink? Can't really tell. I think it's pink. Okay, well, we're going to start off with a glass of this, and then we will be back after the break. Just a wine, oh, love my wine. Make it matter, chef, as ever, doggone time. Give me wine, wine, wine. All the time, time, time. All right, so we're back. Um, after our first glass of wine, this week we have a pink Moscato, which Caleb didn't believe that it was Moscato because it's pink, but apparently it is. It says Moscato on the bottle, so I'm going to believe it. We picked this one up from our favorite wine shop in Beijing, Cheers. Keeping in a theme that we had on our earlier podcasts, this one also features an animal on the front. This week we have a rabbit. The wine is called tussock, tussock Jumper, because rabbits jump over tussocks, I guess. Yeah. Um, this one's from Spain, um, and it's a good old 11%. So not, Weak not, stuff. Yeah, not as strong as it was last week. Yeah. Um, is it so, made from concentrate? Like, that's the... No, giant. this one, actually, it doesn't even say if it's 100% grapes, so I'm going to assume it's not. Um, so Caleb, tell us as our uh, our, our resident sommelier. I'm sorry, our resident American. That's right. Tell us how was the wine this week? It's a, a kind of got like a slight sparkle to it. So it's it's it tastes what I imagine unicorn piss mixed with menstrual blood tastes like. Oof. Wow. Okay. Um, so. Gonna, not, I, just, well, I mean, I the of blood that. isn't really the taste as much as it is the color because it's it's not really pink as much as it is very red. It, it's very very Crimson. red. I'm gonna take that as a negative review for the Tusk Jumper Moscato from Spain. But moving on, we're on to our next segment, segment, which is what are you drinking? So, Tony, why don't you kick us off with what you've been consuming this week? Um, apart from menstrual blood, apparently. I've been watching a lot of reality shows, obviously. Um, Real Housewives, most of the franchises are coming to an end, so probably next week my life is not going to have any meaning because there won't be any new episodes out. So I'm trying to find new reality shows to watch. And I came across this show, it's called Fire Island. It's, it's a gay show, yay! It's sort of like the gay version of Summer House where like a bunch of really good looking masculine gays, vapid obviously, are taken like spend the week in in a mansion in Fire Island and we just follow around their shenanigans. My first impression of the show, oh my god, what am I doing with my life? Where am I watching this? Where did I go wrong? Those are the thoughts that went through my mind when I was watching the show. It's terrible, it's bad, it's like 
so it's wrong because it just perpetuates gay stereotypes and the casting is just the same except there was this one bear mm. he's he's a good looking bear but he had pause for those of our viewers i'm sorry <laughs> listeners at home that don't know what a bear is a bear is a man who is maybe a bit bigger not necessarily fat but heavier set and sometimes and often uh has hair and is muscular. Yes. Yeah, I would say a bear is heavy set. If we want to get real technical, if they're fat, we'll probably call them a pig. And if they're not fat, then it's just a bear. Like if they're fat, fat, then they're pig. And if they're muscle big, then they're bear. Or just like heavy set, but muscle bear is a muscle bear. Uh, right, a bear right, right. without muscles is. Just is a pig bear. an actual category? Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure, obviously. <laughs> pigs, pigs are just like are like guys that like don't take care of themselves at all. Like are just like um, guys who really let themselves go. Yes. I thought it was like for guys that just love to really really kinky sex. Well, that is that is like, another. That's a that's a slut pig or like a yeah. You guys are learning so much, so much about our community. Yeah. Anyways, uh, continue. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew what a bear was. Well, that was actually relevant because this guy, he's really good looking. Um, he's muscular. He's a bear. But he had this moment where he was like, oh my God, I feel so uncomfortable here. Like, everybody's muscular and is like good looking. And you're like... Muscular? You keep saying this and I, I, I assume it's on purpose. Muscular. Muscular. What, what, what is that a Muscular or masculine? Or is masculine, it a combination of both? I didn't know if it was like a hip word that people use to describe like masculine, muscular guys. Because I mean, are there, are, there are, are, there are dom femme tops out there. Right. A dom femme top is a dominant feminine person who puts their penis inside of other people. That was the translation. I'm sorry, continue. I thought everybody knew this. Well, but anyway, he's really our audience is diverse. Yes. He's obviously good looking. But the thing I noticed about him was that he was an afterthought. Like, I'm pretty sure that the producers, after, like, finalizing casting, they're like, wait, they all look the same. We're going to get blowback from not having, uh, like, a big person. And so they just cast him. Anyway, the show is not worth watching. The only reason I'm talking about it was because, I don't know, if you need something to watch and if you need some eye candy to play in the background while you're doing something, that's a perfect show. If you need something not to watch, <laughs> don't watch that. But exactly. um, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because I watched a SNL skit of Fire Island. I haven't actually seen the show, but uh, SNL did a skit of it and they played clips of Fire Island uh, and then parodied it, parodied it with clips from a show that was the lesbian version of it. We, we watched this, and it's basically, like, these guys on Fire Island are going around getting, like, real drunk, taking their shirts off, playing in the water, and, I don't know, being, yeah. like, yeah, in the hot tub or whatever. And then it switches over to the les- lesbian version of it, where they're, like, sitting in the house, like, knitting, and, like, <laughs> I, I, I can't remember what else that was, but it was hilarious. Like, the parody of, like, gay men's lives to women's, uh, lesbian women's lives. I thought it was fantastic. So, if you don't watch Fire Island, you should watch the SNL skit parody of it. And that's all I have for you today in terms of, like, what have I been drinking. But, check out my blog, because I've got a new post coming out, and it's all about craziness. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) Remember that Tony's blog is... 
Tell me something to think about. Dot X Y Z. All right, moving on. Uh, Edward, what have you been drinking this week? Right. Well, it's actually kind of annoying because every Friday uh, is New Music Friday, right? And so every Friday, pretty much every single freaking person decides to release their new song. Uh, so today we had new music from LEX, new music from Nash, music, new music from Haim, new music from Owanda, new music from Sylvan Esso, new mu- music from Cesar, and a new song from Katy Perry, uh, amongst others that I decided have decided not to, not to name. Oh, damn. Um, That's a lot of releases. So yeah, there have actually been a lot of uh, releases today specifically, but also this week. My favorite though of this week that I've been listening to almost the whole week is a new song from I don't know how to say it, but I'm gonna try more. <laughs> How'd you spell it? M O, but it's she's one of those Swedish people, so the it's like an O with like a, like the, the cross through it. Oh, the cross! I don't know what that means. I don't know. I yeah, no so I have no idea how to say it, and I, I don't know. Mo, more, meh. Um, anyway, she uh, didn't release her song today, but she released it. Uh, I think last Saturday or something. Anyway, earlier this week. It's called Nights with You. Um, I've been listening to it the whole week. It's a really sweet song, and the kind of sentiment of it is basically it sounds like she's kind of singing it to one of her best friends, and, you know, regardless, you know, their friendship is more important than anything else, and she she just wants to, you know, hang out with them and take them out and make sure they have a good time. My favorite lyric is, like, uh, you know, don't care about your boyfriend. He can wake up alone. Tonight we're going out and we're going to have a good time. Uh, so I've been listening to that a lot this week. Nice. And we're going to play a sample right called New Music Friday. Oh. It's just when people decide to release, release their new songs. Sounds really I, gay. I believe it's because it's just before the weekend and people want their music to be like the weekend track for people. Yeah, but it's not the weekend track for people because like when I go to the club, nobody's had time to mix it and so like I don't hear it at the club. I'm so sorry. Who still week, goes huh? to a the club? I'm sorry. I meant to say the club. There's an R in there. Get it right. The club. Is that a thing? Yeah, let's go to the club. <laughs> Do you have to say it with an honor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, for sure. I am totally for sure, that's a hip way. I mean, like, I work at a high school, so I'm pretty hip. Yeah. It's a Korean high school, so nobody actually speaks English around me, but I'm still pretty hip. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know how to say fuck. <laughs> that's about it, but that's not like a hip what, thing. English? No, it's like, she bought it. How do you mean in Korean? Yeah, duh. 
In case you didn't know. <laughs> okay, moving on. Sorry, yeah, just before want... we move on, do songs get more traction during the weekend if they release them on Friday? Because I know in PR we release bad news on a Friday because like, that's People the end care. of the news cycle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, by Monday they'll bring you something else. Yeah, if you release <laughs> bad news on a Friday so that everyone's like, nah, I can't be bothered learning about this. I'm going... Fucking home, I'm going to go have a beer. No, I'm, I'm actually not sure. I haven't done any research into why New Music Friday is New Music Friday. It's just a thing. Um, that was a guesstimate assumption. <laughs> guesstimate thing. assumption. I don't know if you need guesstimate and assumption. Cool. Yeah, cool. so... Um, so what was, what was your favorite song of the week then? It's probably going to be uh, the song by Mo Nights, Nights With You. Because there are so many new songs today and also a, a bunch of other new songs that were released this week, uh, I'll be sending out my top songs of the week tomorrow on my blog, musicthatwelike.com. Um, Shit, we'll, you know it's fancy because it's dot .com. It's commercial. So yeah, I'll, I'll have a, I, I'm going to have a tough time picking out the rest of the tracks this week, I think. But there's been some really interesting songs that have come out, like this like very like emo sad rap song. That yeah, that's what, this is the thing now. Emo sad emo rap. Emo sad rap. I'm, it's like, it has a senses fail sample as the backing track. And no. it's this kind of thing. But I really enjoy it. I don't feel like emo sad rap is a thing. It's just like emo people talking over emo sad music. <laughs> talking sadly. I really like it. I'm fighting it hard to conceptualize uh, that. It's more like spoken word poetry. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Um, since everybody's like broadcasting like with the things that they do, I have a spoken word album that's coming out soon. <laughs> I thought um, it was a seance album. There's, no, Edward has a seance album. I have a spoken word album. <laughs> and my spoken word album is amazing. It's called... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, it's, wait. it's called the noise in the silence. No, yeah, that and that's what I was trying to say. Actually, no, it's called it's called it's called jeweled unicorn testicles, and it depicts the story of my life as told through the eyes of my best friend Larry, who is imaginary and also a unicorn, and he has jeweled testicles, which I often use to cut things like my wrists or paper. Mm. <laughs> It sounds deep, man. Sounds I mean, it's just really enlightening. I actually, actually, what I just said, everything I just said, that was actually the first song track on my spoken word album. None of it's true, but it's just it feels real enough, you know. Wow! So you actually just got a sample of the first track of his album. Um, so yeah, make sure you look it up. Right. So that speaking, speaking of, it's your turn to tell us about what you've been consuming. Um, so my cat's been almost dying, so I've been dealing with, like, the cat, like, maybe dying? I don't know. Maybe she's not dying. Maybe she is dying. I'm not sure. I haven't taken her to a vet, because she's not my cat, and her owner said, oh, she'll be okay, but if she dies, that's on me, right? But, Jesus. I think it's not, and honestly, I don't think the cat is dying. She's fine. She's just being a little bitch. She's been throwing up constantly every day. It's kind of disgusting. Yeah, I mean, so I keep her in the bathroom, because she's been puking everywhere, and I just don't want her to puke on her, like, carpets and stuff. She's like a trapped princess in a locked away <laughs> She gets very upset. Well, this morning, she was meowing like a bitch, 
She was so... Did you hear her? Did it wake you up? No, but Gary told me that she was meowing all night the other night. But I sleep really deeply. So. Yeah, as well. And I would think Gary Side does too because... Who's this Gary and why is he staying Doesn't matter. Let's not talk about it. Gary is our friend and he doesn't like to stay in hotels. And so when he comes to visit, he stays with us. Because oh, we're hot and who doesn't want to... And he also helps us with like Chinese things around the house. So like dealing with our landlord when we need it. Or like helping me buy tickets back to the States on like Chinese websites. He's very helpful. We Super talked about him when we, we, we met do love Gary. On, the pop, on the podcast. Yeah, we must. I think we maybe brought him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Anyways, so he's Gary. back. Um, so what am I drinking this week? I just finished the TV show on Netflix, uh, 13 Reasons Why. My boyfriend and I have been watching it together. Um, and I don't know. Now that I've finished it... Well, pause. We talked about it in the last episode. Right. To, to an extent. And we were kind of halfway through the... Season, <clears throat> beg your pardon, and we were talking about a lot of the backlash that it's been getting. But Caleb, you had an interesting point now that you finished it. I finished the series, and I I think that a lot of the backlash that the series got about misrepresenting people who commit suicide or um, showing people how to commit suicide or like like a lot of the backlash was based around that it was glorifying suicide. And, and I, I disagree completely. Now that I've watched the whole series, I really don't think that it does any of the things that it's been accused of. And not to mention, when the series ends, it autoplays like, like it's going to the next episode. Except for it's not the next episode. It's an interview with mental health specialists and the producers and the directors and the actors on the show. And they're all talking about specific scenes and why they shot the scene that way and why they showed this scene. And... Uh, it talks about the hard issues that they talked about, like the rapes that happen on the show, the suicide that happens on the show, um, and the depression that you see throughout the show amongst different characters. And so I think that they really, they broke it down and they made it, they made it so that it was like, okay, we're not just making a TV show and then leaving you with that. Like they actually took the time to like, you know, step away and, and talk about it. And so I think the complaints that people have were, oh, this TV show should be teaching people or doing this or doing that. And I'm like, no, it's a TV show. It doesn't need to do those things. Just like a TV show about somebody who uh, rapes someone else, right, is not teaching me how to rape other people. And it's also not telling me how I, as a rape victim, should react. Because I understand that this is a character who has been raped and this character is going to react in the way that that character is is going to react and that doesn't represent all rape victims just like a tv show about suicide doesn't represent every person that's ever tried to commit suicide there haven't been many tv shows about suicide and so lots of people wanted this show to be a lot of things that it wasn't and they get angry or upset when it's not and i'm just kind of like yeah it's just a show yeah i really hate when people get upset about <laughs> podcasts or tv shows being something that they don't want them to be when it's just not what it's meant to be. Well, Edward, it sounds like you have um, a complaint that you're kind of waiting to get out there. We'll, we'll come back to this moment. We'll come yeah, back speaking to this. of, I think it's time to move on. Um, so let's go away, have another glass of wine, and we'll be back in a bit for our Wines of the Week. Moscato, what's it called again? 
tussock jumper and it has a rabbit on the front and it's from spain it may or may not be 100 percent grapes <laughs> we never know but it's only 11 percent. so i don't know why caleb's so fucked up right now i'm not fucked up i'm just like a little bit tipsy because i had a salad for dinner i think tipsy's using the word very generously <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're pretty well lubed up right now and lubed up. <laughs> Ain't nobody in this house lubed up. Wow, that is Do the guys... most unpleasant uh term to describe somebody who has been drinking. Speaking of being lubed up, I have not douched in weeks. God, me neither. But that's because I don't have sex. Neither do I. God, go ask. Well, I went on a rando yesterday, so... I was hoping Tony was also going to say... I was hoping Tony was also going to say, Me too, but apparently no. Tony is the sluttiest one out of all of us at the moment. Tony's been on a bender, apparently. Bending over, I mean. I mean, I just talked about douching. What do you think? I don't know. Sometimes when I talk, I douche because I'm not sure what's going to happen. Who did it? Who did it? Yeah, I bent over like a little bitch, and I enjoyed it. Okay, that got a bit too real, <laughs> to be honest. Did. I mean, like, imagining you bending over. It's kind of hot. Earlier on, we alluded to the fact that there was a person who commented on our Facebook page. Yes, we do have a Facebook page. Make sure you look us up and like us and follow us. It's Three Guys and a Wine. And basically, they used, like, really fancy words, and they were just offended by the fact that we have the audacity to drink wine and just whine about stuff instead of talking about real world issues he literally we're gonna said, have a screenshot of the conversation on our blog post but he Caleb, literally said he literally said why don't you invite like some black lives matter people or some <laughs> other i don't he mentioned other things and i was just like oh he was like does he not activist about activist, the history like, of aids and i'm like uh... we live in beijing first of all and second of all tony is black I don't know. I don't know if it counts, yeah. but I mean, like that. It, and I'm what? not. I'm not only black. I'm like legit black because I'm like African, one hundred percent blood. Like we've got the receipts. He's like straight out of Congo black. <laughs> no, no, that was a straight out of. That was straight out of Compton. That was a straight out of Compton reference. I know you're not from the Congo. <laughs> not that far. Also, the fancy word he used <laughs> was aestheticism. It's not even a word. It's a fucking word. But who uses that word? I'll just say aesthetic. You just say yeah. aesthetic. Oh, I'm sorry for for flaunting our new age aestheticism. I'm sorry. It's all about wines for the wines, not art for the art. He was really upset, and I tried to calm down him by saying, like, nice things, like, why are you so butthurt, and why are you so fucking annoying, and get off, old man, go die. But, like, he responded really harshly to those things, which I thought I was being fair. I agree. You're being totally fair, and I'm really disappointed I did not have the opportunity to retort with some sassy-ass comments as well, because, girl, he was grinding my gears. And this was happening at, like, 12, 30 in the morning, 1 in the morning, and I was in bed, and I was like, wait, this is not what I need before I go to sleep. I want to be calm. I want to be chill. I'd just done a face mask, and I was lying in my bed listening to Talos. Also, he released his album this month very peaceful and so I was very in the mood for good sleep and as this shit comes up I'm like that is not what we're about I'm drinking my wine and I'm complaining about stuff I'm not trying to educate you on the Black Lives Matter move- Matters movement yeah Caleb bought a red iPhone because he wants to support AIDS AIDS 
And we talked about this in our program, but it doesn't mean that we need to like invite people. Like we're not an educational platform, okay? Yeah, like, I bought a red iPhone. I do support AIDS. So like, how dare he come on to our Facebook page and say I don't support AIDS when obviously I do. I'm very supportive of AIDS and everything that AIDS does for the world. I'm very supportive. And we don't care. We're cool, and that's our podcast is like. Supposed to be slightly funny, mostly me because I'm the funny one. I, yeah, so I was gonna say, like, we're 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 like entertainment. This is not our day job. Jesus Christ, like you don't. Yeah, you don't, I teach. Like, he doesn't send us money. Like, send us money, and then we you might don't, listen you, to you. You don't write into like Channel E and be like, "Why are you guys not being more educational?" <laughs> like, fucking Jesus Christ. Also, like, how did you even find us? Like, who scary. are you? Scary the fact that Facebook you are, reaches that you far. You are the white man problem we discussed in our last episode. Yes. Says the white man. Shut up. I'm sorry. I just wanted to point it out. I might be like one-eighth black or something. You don't know. Yeah. That being said, I feel like E-Channel has been listen- has been like taking all our criticism because they recently had a documentary on like the making of Kim Kardashian. So they are trying to be more educational. Good for them. I mean, like, it's just not who we are. You know, like, we're getting drunk on wine, cheap, shitty wine every week. Obviously, we're not that podcast. Don't come to me asking Apart from me to this be that week, podcast. Because, like, we spent, like, 105 for this wine. Look, I'm... I, That's like, true. When I go, I go hard, okay? I go hard. Is that a lyric? J-Lo? Anyway, point being, no, sir, we do not believe in your aestheticism. <laughs> and moving on, next wine of the week. Yes, Eddie, what do you have to whine about this week? Well, that's what I was whining about, Tony. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fuck you. Okay, Tony, what are you whining about this week? Moving on. <laughs> oh, is it me? God, we discussed the order of the wines... Before See? the segment, yeah. and it was me, and then it was Caleb, and then it was Tony. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, anyway. I've been telling my coworkers, hey, guys, isn't it amazing how little this fluffy, stupid pollen shit, like, we have so far this year? It's amazing. We don't have a lot of it. I'm so happy. And I was like, I kept saying afterwards, I was like, well, but maybe I'm just missing, like, the specific time of the year that we normally get a lot of it. Maybe I, I'm forgetting. And it turns out... I was forgetting because today on the ride home from work, it was just like pollen in my mouth, pollen in my face, like semen, tree semen. It's not semen, it's eggs. Okay, but tree Tree semen everywhere, all over my face. It was tickling my beard, it was tickling my nose, it was tickling my eyes, it was like trying to make my eyes its its bitch, to be honest. It was trying to inseminate me, I'm pretty sure. Honestly, I don't know how you do it because you don't wear glasses. I I wear wear sunglasses. Oh, you did. Because I wear glasses, so I feel like at least I have a little bit of protection from these little tree eggs floating into my eyes. And they, were, they were getting stuck in my eyelashes. They were like I was breathing them in. It was awful today, absolutely awful. I'm just really like scared that one time one will fly in my eye and I won't be able to see, and I'll like flip off my bike or something, and I'll like die or cause a traffic accident. 
Like, it's horrifying, and I yeah. don't know what I would do if that happened. Well, Beijing is doing stuff about it, I guess. They're, they're ripping down the trees that have those, and they're replacing them with trees <clears throat> that don't. Yay. So the best, the best thing about this, and I learned this like a few years ago when I first was exposed to the, the, the tree, what I Egg. thought was at the time semen, um, and I was like, oh, there's tree semen flying around, but I was... I, I think that this just goes to prove that women can be just as slutty as men. <laughs> because these trees are putting it out there, and they're female. It's kind of right? like the China... Uh, not all men. Hashtag not all men. <laughs> I was going to say, it's very, very representative of the China gender gap. Um, way too many women, not enough men. And this is where the leftover man problem comes on, and all these poor old... I thought it's the other way around. No, too left... many men, and not oh, enough sorry, women. sorry, there's too many yeah. men. Gender gap problem, but reversed for the trees. Does it still apply? Does your analogy still apply? Well, actually, it still applies, but the reason I say leftover men is because the article that I was reading about leftover men is about the poor leftover men in rural cities who stay there because they're the physical, you know, they do all the physical work. So they're kind of, they have a kind of obligation to stay there to work for their families, whereas the women all move to the cities to get like, Rich daddies. Um, rich daddies or admin jobs. <laughs> That's why I got confused. Because there there was an article about all these leftover men, these like poor guys in these rural cities who were like, Oh there's no there's no chicks, eh? Like There's no chicks, eh? Where's all the fucking girls at? Like they've hey. all fucking gone to the city and like, I'm sitting here and like I don't see fucking no bitches apart from my mum. Apart from my mum. But with the trees, it's the other way around. There's too many woman trees. And so there's all this tree egg floating around the city. And these like, they're like, it's like little balls of pollen. Fluff, like fluff like balls. Like fluff balls. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It. Um, but it's also kind of pretty because it looks like it's snowing. No. I disagree with that. It looks pretty sometimes. I mean, we've got some beautiful... Tony doesn't leave his house. He doesn't go outside, so he doesn't get to speak. So that's why we say it looks pretty. What the government can do about it, which I find fascinating, is that they change the sex of trees around the city. But what they've been doing recently, because I noticed it on my ride home, is that's what they were trying to do before, was change the sex. And it was not being as successful as they wanted it to be. So instead, what they've decided to do is they just are ripping down these trees. So all of... of, um, Fourth Ring Road, because that's where I go to work on um, East Fourth Ring Road. Now you and know where to find them. And it's, uh, they've ripped down all of those trees. Every single one of them they've ripped down, ripped out of the ground, and replaced them with different trees. That's kind of cute. But, but like, that's what Beijing can do, though. Beijing is just like, okay, we're over this. Yeah. This is cancelled. It's, it's over. It's cancelled. It's over. We're done. <laughs> it's over. It's cancelled. And, uh, and then they just replace it with something else. I'm still very impressed that they can change the sex of trees. So, like, yeah. How are they doing like, it? It's like um, trans, transgender. So what I think they do is that they take, they take the tree limbs and then they turn the limbs in on themselves and make them into tree vaginas. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I don't know for sure, but I'm, they take all of like the... Because like the limbs have lots of feelings, like lots of sensory organs on the outside. Exactly, yeah. And they take those and they turn them inside so that when the tree is penetrated by other trees... They can feel the sensation. I honestly, for some for some reason, I thought Caleb was going to give an actual scientific (laughs) explanation, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't actually know," and I was really excited to understand why. I I teach seventh grade science, and it's earth science, so actually, I know what I'm talking about. And the fact that you don't believe me is a little bit insulting to my creed. Um, Tony, what's your wine for the week? Russia. <laughs> the Russia. whole country. Russia? Russia? Hate it. Cold, cold, nothing there, cold. 
Hate it. Flyover country, nothing good. Flyover country. Except maybe um, Putin. He looks good on a horse. I love those balls that <laughs> sit on that horse skin. I'm sorry, that got real. I that got too real. I feel like he's got a big dick. Like I don't bro- care how big Putin's dick is. He's literally he, killing like, gay people. You... Chechnya, in Chechnya, in case you didn't know, this is what uh, Tony's wine is about. Uh, in I'm Chechnya, Chechnya, Russia, they are rounding up gay men and they are putting them into these uh, internment camps and torturing them. And uh, there are reports that they're being killed. Uh, as well, um, and uh, it's just a really shitty fucking situation, and the global community isn't really doing anything about it. Tony, what's your specific wine? My wine is specifically related because I listened to a podcast, Reveal, and they oh. had like a whole hour segment dealing with the whole Chechnya situation, and they delved into the background of why the crackdown happened, and they put it geopolitics fear like why this was happening basically Putin needs an enemy like an enemy for Russian people to like galvanize behind to avoid like just to distract them from the problems that are inherent in Russian society right now mm-hmm. and gays are an easy option although like, it should be America no, it was America before, and America is used. Their election process was is used to galvanize the the Russian people. Yeah, and America can't necessarily be an enemy right now. And I think they talk about this in the podcast because of Trump. And Trump is kind of seen as an ally in Russia. Like he's got really good favorable ratings in Russia. So it's very, <laughs> it's Pause. very. Hysterical. I was going to say ally or puts. puppets. Puts. <laughs> but in any case, the Russians love Trump. But my wine is just that necessarily that people make bad decisions is that that the majority of people make bad decisions. And that's what so. democracy is about. And we feel like democracy is the best governance system in the world. And so like the majority opinion prevails. And right now the majority opinion in Russia is that, oh, gay people are horrible people. And especially in the region of Chechnya, it's like, oh, let's all round them up. So just to clarify, for some of us who aren't so woke... <laughs> Tell us exactly. So, Chechnya is a specific region where this is happening, right? Yes. Um, Chechnya is a region in Russia which is predominantly um, Muslim. But, yeah, this is the region in which it's happening. Interesting. So, I did not realize it was predominantly Muslim. I, I didn't actually that's know That's what they either. alluded to in the podcast. They said that it's predominantly Muslim. I, By the way, guys, I'm like super drunk, so my recollection might be a little bit... Um, okay, well, well, but there is, but a, there is have, a Muslim presence in Chechnya. But I'll have a link to the to the episode if you want to listen to it and it's really good because it gives you like a background of like the persecutions and it's like it 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 frames what's happening in Russia in terms of like the global like what's happening globally and then you'd understand that oh this is not just some random event that's happening in Chechnya but this is part of a larger a larger plan to for Putin to to maintain and to maintain his power I would say, though, about the, the Muslim presence, just to clarify, um, I highly doubt that Muslims in Chechnya have political power over non-Muslims in Chechnya. There may be a presence of Muslims, yeah. in, in, and they may even be a majority, but the fact that this is happening in Chechnya, I find, probably has very little to do with the fact that it's got a... Well, actually, the, if you say that, I would say if you were to ignite any... A common interest group against an enemy, and if 
it's interesting that it's just in this one particular area as well. If that particular area has a higher concentration of Muslim people, and not against you know not all Muslim people are anti-gay, but as a generalization, I would say. Islam tends to be more radical. Well, and Christian, Christianity also tends to be more radical when it comes to it as well. In in any case, yeah. in any case, so actually, it would probably make sense to ignite any sort of. It's the common ground between the two. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting. So Chechnya is a specific place, um, and yeah. now we know that uh, homosexuality is still illegal in Russia. Yeah, homosexuality isn't illegal in Russia, from my understanding. What's what's illegal is promoting it's like the propaganda that promotes homosexuality yeah basically if you say hey you should be gay too they're like hey you're bad you go to jail yes but that could be qualified as a a facebook post where you talk about your boyfriend exactly and what they often do is that they equate um, homosexuality with pedophilia and this is what came through within the podcast right now it's like Oh, they just kept like they kept showing these examples where like they twisted new they twisted like findings for example they had like a new a United Nations finding where they said like people as young as 11 year old may start touching their bodies and may start masturbating and the way that and the whole Chechnya crackdown used it was like, oh, the West wants wants to force eleven year olds to touch themselves. Oh, and it also and no it, force is a strong word because listen, when I was eleven, I definitely was touching myself, feeling myself, feeling my body, rocking that body, rocking that self, rocking that body. All right, I was exactly. gonna say but, like the fact just, that just it is the West's <laughs> fault. Interesting, interesting, because Russians don't touch themselves until they're at least 21. Exactly, like, I mean, it's a very complicated issue. Like, it's not just, oh, gays are being persecuted here in Chechnya, but it's about, like, oh, we've got this media machine, we've got, like, fake news happening and everything else. Anyway, there's a there's going to be a link. I'm drunk, I can't really explain it properly. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot to complain about there, so... We'll stop you there, and then uh, we'll continue on in the next segment with Are You Drunk Yet? Which we are. Before we move on to our next segment, which is, are you drunk yet? And by the way, spoiler alert, I'm drunk. We're going to talk about one last thing, which is... Eddie? Dolce and Gabbana. Dolce and Gabbana. Trendy and... Madonna? Madonna? I don't know. I thought it's Fendi and Fendi and Gabbana. It's a song. Look it Who, up. Who's the by, by the way? It's by what's her face? The one she wears Mickey Mouse ears in that video. I'm thinking Nicki Minaj. No, it's a white girl. Creation. <laughs> Creation. 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 No, Creation is Fendi, Fendi, Gucci, Gucci, Fendi, Fendi. But it's not the same. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Different songs. <laughs> sorry. Dolce and Gabbana. Isn't that like Fergie or something? If you oh it is it's very it's it's um it's fabulous or glamorous glamorous G L A 
And Maybe. We don't know what we're oh. talking about. Honestly, uh, are you drunk yet? Oh, you wes in the glamorous. While we're drunk, have to mention the Dolce & Gabbana thing. So Dolce & Gabbana did a... Photoshoot. Cam- or was it a campaign? Photoshoot campaign. It was a campaign with photos, like most fashion and thing campaigns where they have photos of the clothes I'm, and the fashion. Okay, so there was a photo shoot campaign. Let's not be pedantic, it's a campaign. That's pedantic. what it's referred to as. Um, where they, I don't know, I guess it was like a new fashion line or something. They did fashion shoots in Hong Kong and Japan and they were taking photos of real, of, of their people wearing their clothes in the city to try, try and show their love for the city. And it was very well received in Japan and Hong Kong. Everyone loved it. So they wanted to do one for Beijing. Because that's where the money is. But when they got to Beijing and they took those photos, um, people were like, that's not Beijing. They took pictures with like the garbage people and tuk-tuk like tuk tuk drivers. And they were just like, Oh, all of the online comments were like, that's not what Beijing is like. I can't believe that they would make Beijing look so trashy and so disgusting. That You don't see these people in Beijing. And my only thought is, um, what Beijing do these online commenters live in? Because the one that I live in, I see these people every fucking day. It's like the, they have just like such like patriotic, like nationalistic ideal of what they think how i think it's like a combination of how they think western audiences think of china and how they want to be perceived and that is the biggest issue they're like everyone thinks we're so poor and like shitty and backwards but really we're like really current and forward and so even though that's actually what the city is like they're just so offended that that's how it was portrayed God, I could I could kind of see their point. Being the devil's advocate, they might be perpetuating stereotypes, which the communist government has been working hard. To. They're not perpetuating stereotypes. They're showing real people that live in Beijing, which you're right. The government maybe is trying to pretend like doesn't exist. All right. And by the way, just to like set this up for me, I'm thinking of somebody wearing like a two thousand US dollar um, Fendi. Well, it's dress. Dolce & Gabbana, but you're kind of right, on yeah, the same track. Same, same <laughs> shit, dress, different toilet. Dol- Dolce & Gabbana, Dolce & Gabbana <laughs> is doing a photo shoot where they wear different brands. <laughs> <laughs> and they're promoting Fendi. <laughs> no, well, so they, they had Dolce & Gabbana, they're, they're wearing Dolce & Gabbana, and they're, they're taking photos, like, but taking photos with these Tuk Tuk drivers, so basically, like, incorporating <laughs> them into the photo shoot. All right, and I can so understand wearing, why... All right, can I... So you're wearing a dress that's the equivalence of their yearly wage and you're taking a picture but that's not why people are upset okay that's not why people are upset people are upset because they said it worked well in 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 japan in tokyo and it worked well in hong kong because it was fabulous it was glamorous and the background the back the backdrops if you will were also glamorous and and the people that were in the photos they it looked good together whereas this was very much fancy and super fucking poor right so the contrast maybe they were upset about that but it was no. just like, this is Beijing. I, I was just looking at the photos earlier. And even the, the photos that they took in Japan and in Hong Kong were not in like really super fancy places. The photos that they have of them in Hong Kong are in those like small, like really skinny alleys with all the signs and everything and people like cooking on the street. Like it's not like the photos were that much different. It's just that the people in Japan and Tokyo, and Tokyo were just far much more accepting of 
who they are as a people and don't have this like it's like a, it's like when you meet a bro and he's like trying to make up for the fact that he's really insecure but so he like pretends to be like hyper masculine to like overcompensate the hong kongers and the japanese people didn't need to do that they're like yeah that's awesome that's cool that's fine but the Beijingers are like, nah, bro, nah, 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 nah. Well, the Beijingers that are responding, I guess, are, are the nouveau rich Beijingers that are like, oh, that trash collector doesn't represent me. Like, no, fuck the trash collector doesn't represent you, but it sure as hell represents Beijing. It is the city. That's what you see when you come to Beijing. To be like, oh, this doesn't represent Beijing. It's not truly what Beijing looks like. It was so like, girl, calm the fuck down. I'm sorry, this is just reinforcing my views as a misanthrope, like the mere fact that people did not find, like, did not take offense to the fact that, oh, look at all this wealth inequality contrast that it's shown. But that's not what it was about. It was about, the the, the people weren't upset about the wealth inequality. I know, and that's my problem with it. It's like, come on, there's a broader issue that we should be concentrating on here. Yeah, but I mean, that's not what people were upset about. They were just upset that it was like, this isn't our Beijing. And I'm just like, listen, I've lived here for four years more than four years at this point, and this is definitely Beijing. So if you this isn't the Beijing that you know, then maybe you haven't left Shunyi in a while. Like, or you haven't left... I mean, even Stanley Toon has these... I don't know, where the fuck are you in Beijing that you don't have trash collectors and tuk-tuk drivers? In their defense, we only see them because we leave Sanderton at like 7 in the morning on a Sunday, on a Sunday morning. Fair enough. What? I've never been awake that early in my life. Alright, guys. So the question is, are we drunk yet? And I am pretty drunk. I only had a salad, and funnily enough, the leaves of that salad have not absorbed any of the alcohol in my stomach. I was going to say, fun drinking game. As you listen to the podcast, every time Caleb says he's had a salad, take a shot. Oh. You'd be wasted, because I'm sure you I just want to. I just want people to know that I am healthy, and I think about my waistline. I'm healthy, I eat salads, and I don't get drunk this easy, I'm not a lightweight. I'm not healthy, (laughs) I have embraced being a bear. (laughs) Are you a bear? Apparently not, you guys show me that like these, they're pigs now. Mm, I don't think you're a pig though either. You're not quite big enough to be a pig. Yeah. Well, that's a new goal. You're not quite a bear either though. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're like a cub. No. You're like, <laughs> nah. I don't know, like a silverback gorilla. I'd need to be graying. You know what? Like... I don't. I don't. I don't think we should label anyone. Like, yeah, labels that. are like. What are labels? Like, label? who am I? Labels are for jazz, man. Jazz. <laughs> labels are for jazz. 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 Jazz is like a jar you put pickles in. Oh, a jar. Yeah. I somehow got that. <laughs> I didn't didn't understand a thing he said. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast this week. And we hope that you'll tune in next week. And hopefully we will be even funnier and even more charming and even more witty. And you'll be like, damn, how the fuck are these people so interested? And, and we'll you- be like, hey, it just comes naturally. You also probably want to date us. So that's cool as well. If you're gay, that's cool. And if you're attractive, that's cool. If you're ugly and straight, I'm sorry. You'll probably go into my pile. Eddie would still have sex with you. So there is hope for everyone, to be honest. (laughs) Eddie, do you want to talk about the time that you had sex with a tuk-tuk driver? (gasps) No! (laughs) One time, one time, Eddie got a tuk-tuk home. 
and the truck truck driver came up to his apartment and they had sex. And after they had sex, Eddie noticed that the tuk tuk driver, the tuk tuk driver had a piece of like dried old crusty jambing stuck to his face. Oh my god! <laughs> who in the who in the jealous group once gave like um like a, a seller um, a hand job for a junkie? <gasps> no. <laughs> I think somebody once told us that. Somebody in one of our gay groups one. gave a hand job for a jambing. <laughs> That begs the question, and, and post post on our website or post on our, our social media, tell us, when was the last time you gave a hand job in exchange for goods? Alright guys, we'll see you next week, and or rather, talk to you next week? I don't know. I can't really tell if your viewers or listeners are this. Everything's a blur. Make sure you check out our website, threeguysinawine.xyz. Check out our Facebook page, Three Guys in Wine, and our Twitter, which is going to start up soon. At three guys wine. That's wine with an H, like the thing that gay guys do when they're drunk. Alright, guys, talk to you next week. Peace out! I don't care about your boyfriend waking up alone.